Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking Memphis, more than Elvis, and barbecue. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Hey there, welcome to another edition of Travel Tuesday on a Tuesday here. It is Tuesday. <laughs> and we're, we're traveling. This time we're traveling to Memphis. Um, we've gone to Memphis together before. I've been to Memphis uh, a few times, a few different times. Um, but this trip, I went by myself on another press trip, um, hosted by our good friends at the Tennessee Department of Tourist Development. 
um, they, they hosted uh, several journalists and we got to go check out Memphis and there's so much, uh, so many things that are growing in Memphis. The first time I ever went to Memphis, took a, a road trip by myself across country, went to a bunch of different uh, cities and states and, and cities I've never been to before. And one of my biggest goals was to get to uh, to Memphis and, and to get to Graceland. And the reason why we're actually doing Memphis this week, uh, I traveled to Memphis uh, uh, a couple months ago, but we're doing it this week because it's actually Elvis's 40th anniversary, the anniversary of, of his of his death in 1977. Uh, so it's a big uh, to do in Memphis this year. But the first time I went there, uh, I drove there and I said, "Oh well, I'll just find Grace." It was it was a long day of dri- driving, and I'll I'll just find Graceland, find a cheap motel, and we'll all be good and stuff like that. And I totally got lost. I'm driving down uh, this alley. Uh, I'm listening to a blues station and I see a three-legged dog literally run in front of me and then my cell phone rings at the time and it scared the crap out of me because I didn't know where I was. And that was, I think, the more seedier part of, of, of Memphis. Uh, so but, basically you were getting distracted was, like men say they don't do, but... Well, what I'm saying is, 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 is long story short, is, is that part of... I was just in that part of uh, where I was actually, and that part is now totally grown. There's condos there. There's re redone buildings there. I mean, Memphis is every time I go there, it changes. And this is one of the best times I had, other than the time I went with you a few years ago. And uh, um, what were some of the highlights of the trip when we went before? Even though you were sick the whole time, I was just disgustingly sick. Um, I should have been in bed with, you know. A cold compressed like the whole entire time but um so i, I don't know if i had a whole lot of highlights but well, what about I, our, what about a crazy carriage ride we did take a carriage ride um that was that fun was, though that was totally informational right it was and they, really they have them throughout yeah because i was the only sober one and yeah, there were well, three other very that. non-sober people and i got all sorts yeah. of drinks spilled but, but, that, but that guy but, really gave a lot of really good history yes and, yes. And, and, then, and then the only thing you really wanted to do was eat a biscuit because what else do you do you do in, in the South? Right. Then eat a biscuit. And we went to this really famous biscuit place. And um, the arcade uh, where Elvis and many, many other uh, music stars have eaten there. And, and there were no biscuits that because day. Because it, it was Labor Day and the biscuit person called in sick. And apparently there's only one biscuit person, I guess. So so people from the arcade, um, next time we're back in Memphis, we like lot, I need a lots, lot, of lot of biscuits. So anyway, so... Uh, that was our trip before. So next next time we have some we've made some friends since then uh, that we're gonna head back to Memphis soon. So anyway, so we're gonna take you on a little journey through Memphis here and talk to some locals. Uh, but Memphis is like I said before, it really has transformed. It's now a hotbed for a, a thriving music scene, a thriving food scene, and more than as we said, more than just barbecue. And we'll talk to a couple of our guests about that too. But um, <clears throat> there's so many really great pockets in in uh memphis is really known for beale street but there's so many pockets and neighborhoods now um throughout the area and also too it, it's grown into this really great outdoor space it's really cool they're they have created this really i think i think when we were there we saw the construction yeah. of the riverfront area along the mississippi river and there's the bridge that that if you when you cross over the bridge uh, you're actually into Arkansas. That's actually where I spent the first night I was ever in Memphis because I couldn't find a motel and I had to go back to Arkansas across the bridge. Uh, anyway, so, uh, but this time, and down by the river as well too, that's where the, the famous uh, Beale Street Music Festival, which is totally exploded. Um, I mean, this year was like Death Cab for Cutie and a bunch of other really 
great bands were there and they do it along the riverfront there. Um, but, and so that's really cool. But so there's a lot of really cool outdoors, you know, where you can bike, you can bike across the bridge, bike along the Mississippi river run. Um, they have all kinds. They're so big with festivals there. There's, there's so many, uh, as one of our guests will talk about the food festivals, you know, let alone music festivals. There's so many things there. Um, but one of the things I, I mentioned too, they're, they're celebrating that the, the, Fortieth anniversary of Elvis's death, and so there's a lot of events going on right now. One of the things where we stayed this last time I was there, and it, it was newly open, is the guest house at Graceland, and we'll have another podcast about that. Um, but last time we stayed in the Heartbreak Hotel, which is the old hotel they've they've torn down. Yes, with 24 hour Elvis movies. <laughs> I'm a big and Elvis my fan, so that's why. Decided he was going to watch them all night long, and eventually fell asleep. Of course, but yes, we but, did swim in the heart shape. Yes, pool. but we're gonna we're gonna tour that place on another on another podcast coming up. We're gonna talk to them. Uh, so anyway, so one of the reasons that Memphis is so great, it's because. It is literally, I think it's, it should actually where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should be. I, I really do. It's, it's because it's so many music came, so much music came from there. Blues, soul music, uh, uh, jazz, uh, of course, the birthplace of rock and roll. But now there's also a new indie uh, movement. There's punk. There's hip hop and rap. There's so much going on just today, let alone the history there. So this is a place you can go and actually see the birth of rock and roll. And, and the best place to go is... And I've only been here, we, and we went before to buy a T-shirt at Sun Records, where Elvis made his first record, and also Johnny Cash, Jerry Lee Lewis, tons of others uh, made the records there at Sun Records. Well, it's still a operate, it's still a uh, functioning. functioning studio, and you could actually take a tour then. And when I went on this tour, I was like, why didn't I go on this tour ever before? It is so awesome uh, for any music fan. Um, we're a big YouTube fan. Uh, they still have the drums. You two did uh, Rattle and Hum there. They recorded some some sessions there. And so Larry Mullins, the drummer, left his drum kit there. Um, but let alone, so you go into the same studio um, where Elvis actually recorded, and you could actually take pictures with his mic and everything. So how cool is that? Yeah. I mean, I'm... next next time, we've we got to go check that out, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, so I, you know, so that's really cool. Stax Records, uh, Museum and an American Soul, which I want to take you to next time as well. It's really cool. It's uh, the original, it's on the site where the original Stax Records was. Um, they've turned it into a museum. It's also still a, a recording studio and they also have uh, live music there. So there's some, they'll have actually free live shows there. Um, They've also created a music academy next door, too, for high schoolers and college kids, um, which is really great for that community. Um, so I really like I really like that tour a lot, Stax Records. Uh, a couple other like music history places are the Memphis Rock and Soul Museum um, and the Memphis Music Hall of Fame. They're both kind of located uh, near the Beale Street area, so you can kind of check those out when you go. Um, check out your your uh, the rest of live music that's going on on Bill Street, of course, uh, most famous uh, probably uh, street uh, in Memphis. Also, another upcoming podcast we come later this year. Um, I took a private tour with some journalists for at Royal Studios, and this is like history of soul music, but also a lot of artists like John Mayer and uh, My Morning Jacket, um, and also another artist, Bruno Mars and Mark Ronson recorded Uptown Funk in the studio. So we're going to talk Very to the nice. owner of that later on this week at Royal Studios, uh, Boo Mitchell. His dad, his dad Willie started that. So we'll, we'll go into that more later. So anyway, so uh, 
you know, like I said, there's so much many food and cultural festivals that are happening around uh, Memphis and and one of our guests, uh, Holly Whitfield, will talk about it. But one of the other things, too, before we get to our guests, is the Civil Rights Museum. And last time when we were there, uh, it was actually closed. Yes. For, for Everything late... was apparently Everything missing. Everything was, was closed and no biscuits. Uh, it was closed for Labor Day for, for some reason. But the Civil Rights Museum, is it is one of the most powerful places I've been to. It's like it's like the Simon Wiesenthal, the Holocaust Museum out here in L.A., or I guess maybe any Holocaust Museum. Um, but this year, they actually started in April of 2017 to go all the way through April of 2018. They're celebrating 50 years, the anniversary of Martin Luther King, who was assassinated there in uh, uh, in Memphis, but at the Lorraine Motel, and the museum is actually in the motel. Very cool. Yeah, that's definitely... Um, uh. Definitely something to see. I think it's like that's just a big yeah because well, you actually end up in the room where he um, or outside of the room where he he uh, he was he was shot on the balcony and stuff. So so we're actually going to hopefully have another podcast about that, a separate one because I think we're gonna we're gonna talk to some people from there um, about that. But th- th- so this year th- they really have this interactive cool thing on their website about celebrating 50 years of Martin Luther King uh, being gone from us. So before we get started with our guest, um, we're going to have some Memphis music here. And uh, this is actually taken from uh, the soundtrack to the to the documentary Take Me to the River, which is about Memphis music. And um, this is going to be Al Capone, Booker T from Booker T and the MGs, um, who's an older band, and the Mississippi All-Stars. And uh, this is supposed to be... Come on, take a ride with me. South Memphis, North Memphis, Tennessee. I'm a product of my environment. Same neighborhood as Mr. Booker T. Riding in the van where he gave me game. Some things change, some remain the same. It don't really matter because we do our thing. Different time period, but we still the same. We gon' get it back where it's supposed to be. Black, white, it don't really matter to me. The past and the present bring a whole new team. We gon' get it back where it's supposed to be. We gon' get it back where it's supposed to be. Get the money flowing so we all can eat. Get it back where it's supposed to be. Memphis, Tennessee, make a history. Okay, so first up on our list, we have a really great local Memphis expert, uh, Holly Whitfield, who is a writer and she is in charge of the I Love Memphis blog and podcast. Um, a lot of cities have these, uh, you know, visitors' guides where you can go find things like that. This is a really go-to, like anything you want to know about Memphis, you go to the I Love Memphis blog. It is so awesome. Um, so she's going to talk about how Memphis has changed and is growing day by day, uh, and also how it's really become, the, as I mentioned before, a great outdoor space uh, in an urban setting. All right. Um, so thanks for coming on the show, Holly. I, re- I re- totally appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm excited. Awesome. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the I Love Memphis blog. Sure. So the I Love Memphis blog has been around since 2009. It's actually a part of the Tourism Bureau in Memphis. We call it the Convention and Visitors Bureau. Mm -hmm. But it's really an independent project for the CVB that I get to be in charge of, and I get to write (laughs) every day on the blog about all the cool things to do in Memphis, cool people, places to eat, um, 
cool music that we have going on, like any kind of events and festivals, a lot of events right, and right, festivals. Right. People really use the I Love Memphis blog as a resource. So it's whether they're locals that live mm-hmm. here and want to know what's mm-hmm. going on this weekend or whether it's somebody who's planning a trip here that wants to see our city through a local's point of view. Right, right. Kind of beyond the Elvis and barbecue. Like right. I do plenty of that, but right. I really want to show people what's going on beyond that. Right. So, yeah, I get to be a part of our tourism bureau, but I also get to – really write about whatever I want to write about. They don't really tell me what to do. So yeah. you can trust me when I, when I recommend something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's what it's important too. People are looking for that. They're looking to get like locals, yeah. you know, the, what their perspective as opposed to just, you know, go to the highlight of touristy places and stuff like that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and you guys also have the, uh, only in Memphis uh, podcast as well. Yeah, I do. Well, I do. A I love Memphis uh, podcast from yeah. time to time as well. Too, right, so and that talks about the same kind of stuff that you. Yeah, it's that just you kind do. of an extension right. of what I'm doing right. on the blog right. and on social media. I'm always on Twitter. I love Twitter, right. Instagram, Facebook, right. all the above. <laughs> right, right, and and that's a, a cool way to kind of travel to a city too. That there's so many festivals like the Blue Blue the Beale Street Blue. Uh, uh, Music festival, festival, right? M- music yeah. festival, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that, that you build a, a trip around that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's, I would really recommend if you're coming to Memphis or you're trying to figure out when to come to Memphis, check out the blog or tweet me or something because I can tell you, like, what's going on and right. this month or that month. Like, this weekend is, like, the busiest weekend <laughs> ever coming up. We have, like, 12 festivals. I'm like, guys, let's spread these out. <laughs> right. um, but there is something going on every Every week. Right. So you can base it around whether it's food or music or arts. Mm-hmm. Um, we have something going on all the time. What kind of <laughs> what kind of a, the festivals are coming up now? Okay. So the spring, we have a bunch of crawfish festivals. Mm-hmm. And all of our festivals always involve great local beer and great live music. So even if the focus is like crawfish or the focus is like we have a breakfast festival in September. Mm-hmm. I'll just throw that out there <laughs> with breakfast food. Um, really? The, oh, that's, a, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's like breakfast brunch, <laughs> right, you know, right. Bloody Mary contest. It's pretty great. Uh <laughs> Well, the biggest one that's coming up actually is our Memphis in May Festival, mm. which is all month long in May and actually has like five different events that are a part mm. of it. And it's wonderful. It's like party time, awesome <laughs> time in Memphis to come. Like the first weekend we have Beale Street Music Fest. Mm. It's three days of music. It's, it's, you know, it's your music fest. Like right. wear your rain boots, wear your sunscreen, come right. see some uh, great bands. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. 
That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeleteme.com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations 
all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. And then the week after that, we have International Week, where we focus on a country and have lots of arts events from that. This year, our country is Colombia. Mm. I actually got to go wow. there as part of nice. like researching for Memphis in May. Mm-hmm. Then we have Barbecue Festival, mm-hmm. which is technically... Right. Like, Technically, it's the World Championship Barbecue Cooking Contest, but here in Memphis, we call it Barbecue Festival. (laughs) Right. Downtown smells like (laughs) delicious meats the whole week. Then we have a 901 Fest, which is our area code. Mm. It's all Memphis stuff. And we have like a a half marathon. That's all in May. Right. May is amazing. So we just, we have stuff like that all the time. Right. Uh, And also, we were were just chatting before uh, that uh, Memphis has really grown in in the downtown area, too. And they've refurbished a lot of buildings and and made it like that. So, um, and so you've you've seen it really grow in the last several years, right? Yeah. I mean, I moved here in 2005 Mm -hmm. and I have seen so much grow. And it's not necessarily like the kind of sprawl, the urban sprawl or the suburban sprawl. Mm -hmm. It's really focusing on kind of reawakening stuff that's in our downtown that's existing in our midtown area taking buildings and doing interesting things with them instead of just like tearing them down and building right. something uninspired right. and new uh, so it's been so cool to see I mean honestly when I moved here like and you came downtown I'm from a smaller town in Mississippi so I was like oh cool downtown mm. I mean the Mississippi River is here right so it's impressive right but there wasn't a ton to do. Right. There weren't a ton of places. Right. And now if you walk down Main Street, which is no cars, just mm. pedestrians and trolleys, right. um, you can just kind of go from bar to bar, mm. restaurant. You can go to the Civil Rights Museum, and it's all within an area that you can walk. And that's just an example for downtown. Right, right. And and, and, uh, and that's also a charm, too, with the, with the trolleys and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I think that's way cool. It's uh, it's yeah. super cool. We've had, like, we, we have these vintage trolleys, and we're actually in the process of – sort of refurbishing mm-hmm. them. So I'm hoping by the end of this year we'll have them back on the tracks. But right. it's really not that far to walk either. If right. you just want to walk down right. Main Street. Right. Yeah. So we're, we're, besides downtown, mm-hmm. like, so that's not the central part of, of or the only part of Memphis. You Absolutely can, You can go not. to some, what are the, some of the other cool neighborhoods to oh, go to? Oh, man. Okay, so downtown, I mean, we have a, kind of our downtown core. Of course, we have Beale Street. And then there's South Main, which is mm-hmm. a little bit more artsy, mm-hmm. kind of down the south part of downtown. But if you move into Midtown, there we have several more, like, entertainment districts um i'm gonna call them that Mm -hmm. one is cooper young that's actually my neighborhood (laughs) um it's kind of a funky artsy street at the intersection of cooper and young Mm -hmm. and we have a cooper young festival every year in september that blocks off the whole area (laughs) and you know just tons of fun but so you can do a lot in terms of like eating and drinking of course Mm -hmm. but we also have goner records which is a you know a punk record label Mm. but also a record store Mm. that you can't always find here comic shop art shops boutiques that kind of thing in cooper young and then just a mile down the street and this is something that's only happened in the last three or four years overton square is another place um, where you can go hear live music um every night at a bar called lafayette's Mm. which is a huge place on the corner Mm -hmm. um more places to eat movie theater Mm. all that one of my favorite places though is broad avenue okay the Broad Avenue Arts District. When I first moved here 
for some reason I decided that I should study architecture um, <laughs> instead of writing. I hadn't figured out that, what my calling was yet. Um, but I was part of like a, a little planning group that went over to this abandoned street in mm-hmm. Memphis, mm-hmm. just east of Midtown. And there was one place open and all these boarded up buildings. The one place was Broadway Pizza. Mm-hmm. They make these just like giant thick crusts, okay. like delicious pizzas. And that was the only place. And we were drawing ideas and sketching, like, oh, what if there was this here? What if there was that here? What if there was a bike lane? You know, what if there was, um, you know, shops? What if it was alive? And if you go down there today, it is packed out. I think it's at full capacity for the street. Completely transformed. Completely transformed. Um, And it's really cool to see that, like, and just kind of my personal, like, personal tiny little piece of getting to see what it was before and now. And it is, you know, there's a lot like I said, to eat and drink, but there's also a cool coffee shop that doubles as a boutique. Mm-hmm. Um, five in one social club is a really fun place to go in. If you're looking for like a Memphis souvenir, mm-hmm. um, but not like a kitschy keychain, right, right. you want something <laughs> like created by a local artist, okay. go there. Oh, that's cool. So that's broad Avenue. Right. So those are just like three neighborhoods in Midtown that I'm just throwing out there. That, that's but. awesome. And, and, and you also mentioned too, that Memphis is more than just uh, Elvis and the blues. Yeah. Uh, there's so much more uh, diverse music scene, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we pretty much have every genre of music here. I mean, I mentioned Goner Records. Mm-hmm. Memphis has had an active, um, you know, the Antenna Club in the 90s an active kind of like punk and rock scene shows all the time. They have Goner Fest every year in late September or October. Mm-hmm. People from around the world come listen to that. But I mean, we also have um, amazing hip hop, R and B, rappers, gospel. I mean, we have every genre. Like, right. and a lot of times people in Memphis, because of and one particular band, Southern Avenue, mm-hmm. um, comes to mind, and it's kind of a fusion of, you know soul music Mm. rock music country even Mm -hmm. and people in memphis that have been here even just a little while they kind of soak in all these influences so yeah i do want people to know that we have a lot more in the arts i mean even like theater and dance classical music right more than just blues but we do have blues too right and (laughs) and and everywhere you go that you also there's a tons of live music too that that, yeah uh, even at stacks records they'll have free free live shows too and stuff which is yeah stacks uh the museum is one of my favorite places yeah it's 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 a really great you know history through soul music and stuff like that yeah so you can go see the history of where you know where the stacks label kind of like that 70s groovy Mm -hmm. uh Memphis Sound, and then right next to where they have the museum, they also have the Stax Academy, mm. which is where they teach students from all over the country. It's a you know rigorous process, but right. these high school students are the most talented musicians and singers yeah. ever. So you, if you go to that place, Stax Museum, you're seeing like the history, mm. and you're also seeing kind of like the future, right? In one place, and if you ever get a chance to hear the Stax Academy band choir perform, which they do all the time. Mm. You must take it. <laughs> right. Right. Is that one maybe one of the hidden gems in, in Memphis? Yeah, I was going to say for sure. I mean, I think people know about it, mm-hmm. but it's usually down on the list. People are saying Graceland, Sun mm-hmm. Studio, right. and then it kind of goes and splits off to like Rock and Soul, Civil Rights Museum, which is not music, but it is on the list. Yeah. And But I just think Staxis. It's cool. It's well done. It's in the original site. Yeah. Um, right. of where it all went down. Right. So, right. yeah, I love right. that place. Right. And also, too, you mentioned the, the Civil Rights Museum that I think even more so today yes. it has become a really important place to go to. 
I think so. And, you know, about three years ago, they underwent kind of a multi-million dollar renovation. Yeah. And now the Civil Rights Museum, I mean, it's at the site of the Lorraine Motel where Dr. King was assassinated. Mm -hmm. And when they did the renovation, they really focused on the story of civil rights as a whole, Mm -hmm. um, even to a certain extent internationally and the different struggles for civil rights that um, are still going on today. Mm -hmm. But... They made it about more than just Dr. King mm-hmm. and kind of told the whole story from the beginning. It's a lot of interactive exhibits. I mean, it's it's really powerful. So I think when they when they redid it, they took it in a really great direction. Right. So, right. And there's a lot of events um, that happen that take place mm-hmm. there, whether it is like a demonstration or whether it is a vigil or these kinds mm-hmm. of events that people, like you said, even now are rallying around. It's it's a place for that to happen. Right. So it's it's. You know, it's good that we have it in Memphis. It's a, it's tough. It's a tough thing that we've had to deal with having that sort of legacy, mm-hmm. that mark yeah. on our history. Yeah. But um, what are we going to do with it? Right. And so I think this is, that, you know, a direction that could be very productive for us and important. Right. Definitely visit it. So what would uh, people, somebody traveling to Memphis, what would surprise them about coming here? Oh, man. I mean, I think it would surprise a lot of people that there are so many things to do besides just visit Elvis's house. Mm-hmm. I think I, I hear a lot of people surprised about that. I think they'd be surprised to find that we do have several of these kind of walkable, bikeable, excuse me, neighborhoods um, like Cooper Young where you can just kind of go hang out. I think it would surprise them too that our food is not just like <laughs> <laughs> soul food and barbecue. Yeah. We have pretty much anything that you want. We have mm-hmm. a great uh, food scene. That's a big reason to come to Memphis. <laughs> One thing that I've been kind of harping on i guess is how much fun you can have outdoors in memphis like people don't think about memphis being like a fit town or like Mm -hmm. an outdoors place but i mean Mm -hmm. we have the largest like one of the largest rivers in the world right here Mm -hmm. you can go for a run or walk or whatever hang Mm -hmm. out by our river we just opened the big river crossing which is a bike and pedestrian bridge that spans the river Mm, and connects downtown memphis Mm -hmm. uh to west memphis arkansas Mm. And, I mean, it's a train bridge, but they spent, right. you know, all this time sort of changing it into a place that now you can you can walk across the river, which is so cool. Right. Um, Shelby Farms is one of the largest urban parks mm-hmm. in the country. Um, you can, you know, go but kiking, canoeing, trails, horseback. Zipline. Zip yeah. Oh, the scary zipline. You should read my <laughs> blog post about when I did the zipline. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. Um, but, yeah, I just think people will be – really impressed and surprised about the outdoors and the food and just kind of the the breadth that we have to offer here nice uh so you mentioned your blog i love memphis so where where can people find i love memphis blog yeah and the podcast and stuff so i love memphis blog.com easy enough i'm i at i love memphis on twitter i love memphis on facebook at i love memphis blog on instagram so i mean if you google i love memphis blog I'll be there. <laughs> right, right. And get some good tips of before you come to Memphis. Yeah, and absolutely, you know, feel free to use me as a resource. I love it when people leave me comments or, like I said, tweet at me mm-hmm. for specific suggestions. Because if you're looking for, you know, a vegan place to eat downtown, mm-hmm. you know, I can help you with that. <laughs> okay, so our last guest is one of the coolest interviews I've had the pleasure of interviewing lately. He is a musician who actually regularly plays all around Memphis. 
including the famous Bill Street. He plays there weekly, at least once a week. And he's now become an actor. He was actually one of the actors who plays Scotty Moore in the TV series, uh, short-lived TV series, uh, Sun Records, about Elvis and Johnny Cash and Jerry Lee Lewis coming to fame. He is a native Memphian, so he is born and raised there. Uh, so he's going to talk about the thriving uh, Memphis music scene, what it's like playing on Beale Street, and what are some of the cool things that he loves about his hometown, Memphis. All right, well, so thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure. My awesome. Pleasure. We're, oh, yeah, we're, we're having a great time in Memphis. So Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Glad to hear that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so you live in Memphis. Are you actually from Memphis? I am, yeah. Born in Memphis. Grew up in Germantown, a little suburb, okay. just right on the uh, east side of town. But uh, uh, spent so much time downtown, I feel like I might as well have just grown up in Memphis. So Right, <laughs> right, right. Is that where you're living now? Or? Uh, I actually live in Eads, which is, once again, northeast side yeah, of town. Right. But, uh, Never too far. <laughs> right, right. Not nice. And you, so you, you play in a few different bands that you have, of, of the Will Tucker and Will Tucker Band, you said. Sure, yes. And, and, uh, you, and you regularly play on, on Beale Street, too, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, about every weekend um, doing Beale Street. Uh, mostly Saturday nights, sometimes Friday, Saturday nights. You just never yeah. know what we're right, up to. Right, right. And Saturday nights seemed like it would be like the busy, crazy time. It tends to be, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> usually when the, when the fun starts. <laughs> right, right. And you guys, so you guys play a lot of like cover and blues and stuff like that? Yeah, mostly covers. Lots of blues and rock, uh, kind of catering to, to some of the out-of-town folks that come in and, yeah. and uh, want to hear authentic Memphis music. We try to give them that. Right. Usually lots of Memphis blues and soul. Right. Occasionally a, a, an original song thrown in there just to keep it real <laughs> right but uh right yeah most mostly that right yeah any any, any crazy stories i've got a lot of crazy <laughs> stories man uh gracious i've had um some ex-musicians get mad and and literally jump off the front of the stage <laughs> i've had people get on stage and not really had a good way to get them off stage right, if you right, know what i mean right right um Drop guitars. I've passed out. <laughs> I've pretty much just spent so much time down there. That yeah. much anything can happen. Right. To a person right, right. has happened. Right. Um, I almost can't even. There's so many. I can't yeah. even think of like one. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Right now, well, it's crazy it's, stuff. It's great that there's so much concentrated music in one area, though. Like it is. It's cool. Um, and it's it's a really tightly knit community. I've, it's this is something we've been trying to break. But in Memphis, there's a Memphis music scene. There's mm-hmm. like the Memphis music guys, mm-hmm. and there's the Beale Street guys, mm-hmm. and there's kind of a hard line. Sure, like there's not many guys that know each other across that line. Mm-hmm. Um, the guys on on the Beale Street loop are, are pretty close knit, which is cool. Right, um, right. And uh, hopefully, we can get get it brought out and just make it one big family one of these days. But we're working on that. So right. But Memphis also is a, a pretty diverse music scene too, right? There's all kinds of different. There is. There's. Um, you know, you got the the blues thing on Beale Street, and, and of course, there's a, a pretty strong indie rock right. scene in in Midtown, right? And so, um, and of course, country, straight up rock, right? Small jazz scene. There's a little bit of everything around right, here, so right, yeah, pretty right. diverse for sure. Where, where are some of the good places to go check out music? Well, in of course, Beale Street. Love. I'm biased. BB yeah. King's uh, Hard Rock Cafe is cool. Um, there's usually some great blues bands playing. Um, down at Blues Hall on Beale Street. Kind of a really nice raw juke joint. You can kind of right. get that original vibe. Rum Boogie Cafe. Uh, in Midtown, you got Lafayette's Music Room. Always yeah. great music at Lafayette's. Um, there's a couple other venues in Overton Square yeah. uh, that sometimes have music, sometimes not. Lafayette's is a sure shot. Uh, Laughlin Yard has some 
some cool live music on, especially on the weekends. Um, but uh, between Overton Square and, and, and Beale Street, you're you're bound to find something good. Right, right. That's awesome. So and so, not only you're a musician, but now you're a big time actor, right? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> so sure so you were on this season of Sun Records on on CMT. Uh, so how did that come up? You just you, uh, you said you went to an uh, open uh, open call for Scotty Moore. Yeah. So um, basically, saw the ad. It, on Facebook, I think, yeah. for the open call okay. edition okay. for right. uh, for then called Million Dollar Quartet, later yeah. called Sun Records, yeah, and uh, just thought, man, I'll go give it a shot. Um, one of the interesting things when we first went in there, you had to. Uh, they only had a list of the main characters. Mm-hmm. You kind of had to try out for one of those. Right, and sure. Then maybe they'd place you further. Sure. And so the closest one I could come up with was Carl Perkins. I didn't really identify with the other. Yeah. I, I, I'm not Elvis. Definitely not <laughs> Jerry Lee. Definitely not Johnny Cash. So so that was the closest I could come up right. with was Carl Perkins. And uh, I went in there. And the first thing they made me do, they, they said, bring your guitars. You know, we want musicians. Well, I walk in there, and the first thing they say is, all right, here's your, your monologue, basically. Uh, you got to read this back to us. Right. You got a minute. I'm like, man, this is foreign <laughs> language to me so um i was so nervous but but read it in front of them and apparently it was good enough to where they said all right you can play guitar okay well, you, well you'll go on to the next step and and, and try playing guitar right. and try singing right. and so that was the thing we went up it was at hume's high school which mm. was cool oh, now wow. hume's middle but right we're elvis original to, hume's to high, high school yeah. yeah so that was cool i went up in the old auditorium and uh and played some guitar and for the music director chuck mead and mm. and they seemed uh, fairly impressed and we ended up going to a few different callbacks i think like two or three callbacks and uh, finally, was was introduced the part Scotty Moore after right. a, a long drawn out process. Right. But right. that was that was super cool. It, I mean, a, a part I really resonated with. Right. So I was right. super happy about that. Right. What was it like shooting some of the the sun scenes uh, that you're actually playing Elvis's guitar player? It was absolutely surreal. The most right. surreal thing I've ever done. Right. I mean, being such a fan of the music, right. always studying it, listening to these old recordings, yeah. and here we are in a mock up Sun Studio right. that looks like a brand spanking new Sun Studio. Right. Um, Sitting there with Drake Milligan, who played Elvis, mm, who's just—I right. mean, he is—he's a freak of nature. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. I mean, looks like him, can talk like him, can yeah. sing like him. It—he's really unbelievable. Yeah. So we're there, we're playing together, and it is just—it was a dream come true. I right. mean, I'm—I'm I'm such an era. Uh, sorry, uh, a fan of the era too. Yeah. A fan of the '50s. So yeah. it was like going back to the '50s. Not only being in the '50s, but also being there. And right. It, um, at Sun Records, it's crazy, right? That's, so and crazy. that's a, and it's a really great thing for Memphis too. It is, yeah. You know, um, they I know financially, economically. Sorry, mm-hmm. it, it was it was great for Memphis. Yeah, um, they pulled so much from the city, uh, drew as much as they could. Like I said, a large amount of the production team and right. quite a few actors and extras uh, came from Memphis. So uh, brought a lot of economic growth in that way. But then, um, of course, from a national perspective kind of gave a spotlight back on on what memphis music is all about and right. where uh what is so important history-wise here in the town so yeah good right. in more ways than one right. for sure well and also too across uh, the board here in memphis i mean people are really proud that elvis even if you like all kinds of different music they're Absolutely. really proud of elvis aren't they i yeah they really are i mean um i think some people don't like that memphis is seems to only be known for elvis sure, sure. but but when you can get past that, right. um, he was the king of rock and right. roll. I mean, right. you got to right. own He's up to that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so you got to love it. And uh, I think that that does hold true pretty well in Memphis that, you know, we get to kind of own that one. And, right. And then, you know, going on from Elvis, you know, they, Memphis has always said the, the home of the blues, the birthplace of rock and roll. Yeah. And then, I mean, that's a, a pretty strong title to hold. So, uh, right. yeah, I think for every good reason, 
pretty proud of it. Right, right. What, so what would, what would people be surprised about coming to Memphis? It's a great question. I think they'd be surprised how much great music is still here, mm. still growing and mm. still being created. Uh, I think they'd be surprised how much history and culture this mm. town has to offer. Right. It's not one of the biggest cities on the map. It's not one of the most well-known cities. Yeah. But you come here, and, and everyone, whoever visits, seems to leave saying, man, I don't really know what it was about that town, but it just had like this mm. this soul to it, man. Right. I just kind of feel like I, I'm leaving a little bit more of a cultured person. Man. Right. And I don't really know why, you know, between Stax Records and, and Sun Records, of course, Royal Studios, right, exactly. the high rhythm right. stuff. It's just... Right. And beyond the music, you know, there's, of course, you have the civil rights mu- movement mm-hmm. here and uh, amongst other things. It's just there's a, there's a lot this town has to offer uh, from a historical standpoint and from things that are happening every day. Right. Um, yeah, it's just something special about it. And right. I think people would, would leave uh, with that feeling. It's like, man, I don't know what it was, but it was. Right, right. Left me with something. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so last question, where, where uh, can people find your music uh, online? Yeah, so you can get my music uh, pretty much most digital formats, uh, iTunes, Spotify, if you like streaming. Uh, you can also grab a physical copy of my mm-hmm. album on willtuckermusic.com. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right there. Hey, that was a cool podcast about Memphis. Uh, now I literally cannot wait to go back. Well, next time we're really going to get biscuits, too. Definitely. And, and absolutely. And there's other bi- things to see now, too, that, that uh, I can't wait to, to show you as well, too. So, uh to send you out on this Memphis podcast, we're going to do one more song from the Take Me uh, to the River soundtrack, which is based on the music of Memphis, with uh, rappers 8-Ball and MJG, which are my initials except for the M part, uh, with the old, uh, uh, the older group from the 60s and 70s, the Barquets. The Barquets. Um, and, and this is uh, They Want to Be Like Me. Awesome. So enjoy the song. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. You can follow Jeff over on Instagram at The Traveling Game. And there will be links to all of the amazing things that were talked about in this podcast in the show notes. So be sure to head there for all of these amazing things. And then we have a lot of links this time. So check it out. Memphis team born, ABA double L, right there from Orange Mound. I do my thing well. My roots run deep, like blues on Bill Street. I talk about my life with music over hip hop beats. Our music legendary, they singing around the globe. I'm puffing plenty, Mary. It give my fingers soul. The stories being told for future generations. Perfect harmony, no hating nor no complications. We demonstrating perfect etiquette forever hits. We trying to do it like the Rolling Stones and never quit. So go and download it, Facebook, and tweet your friends. Let them know you want to be like me and Eddie. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC.